Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Show. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. Corey, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about staff training and really the, the key to patient satisfaction. Well, it really is staff training. It's so different than it was just a couple of years ago. Uh, you have to treat patients like consumers now. And, and when you do that, it's all about staff training. Yeah, well, it's customer service 101 goes back to all of our patient experience training that we used to do. And, um, you know, if you, it, it's especially as we come out of COVID, I think there was a very, brief, a very brief period of time where if somebody was understaffed or having a bad day or didn't have the salad dressing you wanted, you were like, okay, it's COVID, but we're coming back into a time that no longer are we going to be okay with those excuses. At this point, even if you're short-staffed, you need to figure it out, doctor. Right, yep. And I expect the same level of service from you medical practice that I would expect from a hotel that I'm checking into or a restaurant that I'm going to. And, you know, I'm, I'm the star of my story and I want to be treated as such. And if I'm not, you're going to hear about it on Google. Absolutely. And we see it every single day. So there's a study out there that said that 82% of patients say the quality of customer service at a healthcare practice is the number one reason they choose to go with that practice or somebody else. Yeah, and it's funny because it used to be, uh, you know, either the quality of, of care or bedside manner, but now it's customer service, right? You, they just want to feel like you're, you're treating them as though they are number one, which, you know, they're, the patients come through the door and they should be. Yeah, so this part of the study was, um, it studied in uh, level one trauma center, who put a real focus on customer service training after they had received some negative um, feedback. Um, they were specifically looking at their HCAP scores and they have to increase that those HCAP scores so that they can get more reimbursement. Um, plus the federal government publishes those stores. So they put some focus on customer service training and they were looking at their quality metrics across the board and just um, doing this one series of training over a specified amount of time, they saw improvements in 14 of their key quality metrics. They saw a decrease in patient complaints by 70%, and they saw an increase in patient compliments by over 100%. If you focus on training your employees on how to deliver not even great customer service, just pretty darn good customer service, you're gonna see a residual effect down the road when it comes to patient satisfaction, which we all know is published online. Yep, and not only that, but word of mouth is still a very um, real vehicle for improving your practice, and so people are gonna post about it online, they're gonna tell their friends and their family about this fantastic experience they had just because your staff was well-trained and went above and beyond by just that little amount. Yeah, okay, so I'm a doctor's office, I'm a specialist, I'm the only specialist in my small town. Patients don't have a choice of where they want to go. Yeah. Um, all right, so why focus on training my employees? Yeah, well, 
for that specialist, and it's a little bit different there because so. I don't want to take away from that example, but I do want to say... That well, there's another town right next door. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that, that's where I was kind of going. Is right. that The uh, competition is increasing. So even if you're the only specialist in town, you're the only specialist in town... Until right you're now. not. Right. For this exact moment. Um, there, obviously, we know there's increased scrutiny over customer service, and there's a potential that, yeah, you have the sterling reputation right now. And, you know, things can change at the drop of a hat and all of a sudden that reputation doesn't exist anymore and your world's upside down. I will even go further and say, doctor, if you're not focused on delivering excellent customer service, and not you, doctor, I'm talking about making sure your staff also does it. That's a great point. Um, wait, because if you're sitting on your laurels for too long, six months from now, Amazon may be up and running with their new primary care model. Right. Or CVS may be up and running with their new primary care model. And all of a sudden, referrals are going to shift, and technology is gonna make it a heck of a lot easier to access the care you want and not require, even if you're a specialist, that somebody walk into your office. So if, cut, if all things you know, considered, if it's easier for me to get care at a place where somebody at the front desk isn't nasty to me, that's where I'm headed. So one thing I did want to talk about is how staff training can actually uh, benefit you from an employment standpoint as well. So we know that if the training for your team is better, you're going to reduce staff frustration and you can improve staff morale and you can even see higher retention rates in your employees. And we know that's something that everyone is struggling with right now. Yeah, totally. And, and as busy as we all are, and we're all dealing with it, like you got an employee that you're training on a Monday and on Wednesday, you got a new employee showing up. And on Monday, you've got time to spend with the employee. But on Wednesday, you're already booked for meetings and they don't get the same experience. Exactly. And that employee on Wednesday now is going to go down a totally different path because they weren't able to spend that quality time with you. So, you know, there's different ways that you can really train those employees the right way. You know, it's going to be dependent on a ton of different factors for every different practice. But one thing that we've seen that's successful is, is actual digital training. So rather than uh, devoting a specific time that's four to six hours a day sometimes, uh, is supplementing that with on-demand digital training so that you're delivering the same content in the exact same way and you're not forgetting to say something or or uh, neglecting a specific SOP or something like that. So everyone's kind of getting a very similar experience and uh, that can really reduce a lot of this frustration when you're training the staff. Yeah, and our office, for people who aren't familiar with the show, is inside of a healthcare practice. Next door is HR. We have many candid conversations with the HR. One of their biggest pet peeves is they are, because they're a little old school, they are hosting employee orientation on a weekly basis, and they're repeating the same thing time in and time out. So. You know, some of it's been digitized and automated so the employees watch a quick movie, which, you know, just like you would if you were at a museum, they have you come in, watch a movie about the museum first, then go in. It's They're starting to do more of the same so that they can create an environment that onboards new employees so that every single person has a consistent kind of cohesive training experience to get onboarded. Yeah, and I think that's that's probably the, the right way to do that where it's kind of like a hybrid. Yeah, it's a hybrid. So, so there's part of it that's going to be automated and digital and it's recurring. So that you know eliminates, let's say, I don't know, three or four hours per onboarding. And then the, the parts where you actually do need that face-to-face -face interaction, you can devote time to that and not feel like you're losing your mind because you have so many other things behind you. Yeah. 
Yeah, and just to sum it all up, I mean, I think the biggest thing about, you know, focusing on getting our employees trained and, and really focusing on that customer service is that if we're trying to move the, the needle on patient experience and patient satisfaction, and so much of that now being kind of a public persona, then we really need to put our best foot forward. And the only way to do that is to teach those soft skills or to reinforce those soft skills, which is really all about training. I think the key word there is to reinforce it because everybody does a good job up front and then it's just a matter of you got to say the same thing over and over in a bunch of different ways so people understand what's going on and then that leads to that improved consistency of care. That's right. Amen. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips show. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.